Hey sister, I am so excited to talk to you today on this topic of, you know, you're struggling with this or you're struggling with that. And this is truly, I know this title sounds like the number one tip, girl, are you just trying to get me to click your episode? Well, yeah, I'm trying to get you to click my episode, but I am not joking when this is my absolute number one tip that has personally changed my life and helped me to walk away from my anxiety, my anger. And yes, I will tell you a little bit of cussing. Um, it helped me to finally figure out how do I walk away from that and release myself from that and walk into who God wants me to be as a Christian wife, as a Christian mother. And, um, and just living in this optimal balance of that. And obviously that has to do with our hormones. And this is really important when we are trying to conceive, because when we are stressed out about this struggle, and I'm going to call it what it is, it's sin, this sin that we're dealing with, we're stressed out about it. And that's impacting our cortisol levels. Okay. Before I go into all this, I think are you interested? <laughs> Do you want to know what this thing is that you need to stop doing? Um, so let's let's dive into this episode. I think you're going to love it. And I know this tip has completely changed my life and my faith and in how I interact with my kids and my husband and my family. So I think it's going to totally impact you as well. So let's go. Hey sister, welcome to For the Love of Hormones podcast. Do you have a desire to get pregnant in God's design and be free from the pressure of going straight to IUI or IVF? Hey, I'm Becca. While I was blessed with two children, I then suffered from three miscarriages. I too felt emotionally wrecked anytime I was around a pregnant friend. I wanted to understand God's design for my body and how to care for it naturally, but I just kept telling myself that it was too complicated and I needed to be content with my circumstances until I found the answer, hormone health and tracking. In this podcast, you will find answers to all of your period, ovulation and cycle questions so that you will be able to find the path for getting pregnant in God's design. So sister, for the love of hormones, put that pregnancy test stick down and grab your Bible, matcha green tea and a journal because it's time for a come to Jesus and hormones meeting. Okay, guys, before we get into it, um, I just want to call y'all to, yeah, I just said that, call y'all to come and join the Facebook group. Even if you're not a Facebooky kind of person, I totally get it. And I'm going to be 10,000% honest with you. I don't like social media. I don't like Facebook. I don't like those things, but I know that's where you are. I know that's where most of the people are. And I want to be where you are. I don't want to be like this person that you listen to, and then you don't feel like you can talk to me or ask me questions or anything like that. So if you want to come hang out and talk and realize like, oh, there's actually a lot of other Christian women who are wanting to talk about their hormones and their periods and their cycles and fertility in a real and authentic way. And I will also say a really fun and hilarious way because it, it can be fun and funny. Like you need to come and join this Facebook group because you need this community. You need to know that you are not alone. You need to be able to ask your questions and get answers and get guidance. And I totally encourage you guys to come and join. So 
Okay, so let's talk about why, well, like, what is this thing that I need to stop when I'm trying to get pregnant? And first off, I'm just going to start off with a little story, okay? So I have been to, I mean, I go to Bible studies, right? I've gone to Bible studies for I don't know, pretty much most of my life. So, and I know this one thing that I've always done that I, I was called out on it maybe a little over a year ago. And I didn't realize when I was saying this one thing that it was, um, I don't know if I call it sinful, but it's definitely not walking in step with the Lord. So I would say this thing of, um, and I remember very vividly, it was last summer, I was at this woman's Bible study and I sat down and based off of who I'm hanging out with in my life or just whatever's going on, I I have had a tendency to curse a little bit. I'm so embarrassed to say it, but like I have done that. And that has been a struggle for me in the past. Thankfully, not right now. Woohoo. Yay. Um, but I, I, I said that in this Bible study in this group of women, and I said, I'm really struggling with cussing and I need to stop this. And I'm trying to ask God to help me. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I really want to work on this. So I have said that. So if you have ever said that, I want you to write down what that thing is. We're going to get to that in a second. But basically I said that and a girl called me out. She was like, Becca, um, actually like you, you're, you're saying that wrong. Like you can't fix it. You can't, um, you can't get better enough to fix this issue that you're having. And, and I was like, what? but, but I really want to try. I really want to make this effort. She's like, no, you can't like, you have to give it to God. And it didn't make sense to me. I knew she was probably right, but I didn't know how to handle it. And I didn't know what to do instead. So I was just kind of stuck with, okay, well, I know I'm not supposed to say I'm struggling with cussing or I'm struggling with anxiety or I'm struggling with, um, being angry or stressed. So what do I say? And so I was just kind of left with that. And then um, recently, I think I had it dated here. No, I didn't date it. That's weird. I always date my things, but I have my journal out. And um, I was in a sermon from our church and our pastor was bringing us the book of James and he's teaching through it. And God revealed to me his word and he revealed to me, Becca, this is how you handle these things when you're struggling with something. This is exactly what you do. And the way that our pastor brought it to light, it just totally clicked. The Holy Spirit made it, made me understand it. And, um, and that's where we are. So I also just realized I did not pray before this episode. I'm just like so excited to talk about this. So that's my story for you. And I'm about to give you that like, this is what you do instead. And this is seriously going to impact your stress and your quality of life in such a phenomenal way that if your goal is trying to get pregnant, then this is going to help you. I can say it 10,000% confidence. And honestly, this is like the first thing that I would tell you to do. Okay. But before we go any further, I'm going to stop and I am going to pray and lift up the, this episode. I did pray before the episode. I'm going to pray now. I'm going to just going to pray over you. And, um, before we dive in, Lord Jesus, we just come before you. And I thank you so much for allowing me to finally get to talk about this today. I know when I was sitting in that sermon with Pastor Jeff and hearing this, you spoke to me very clearly that I would bring this message into a tailored way for my girl, my sister who is listening to this and needing help and support in this area of struggle in her life. And so Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would speak through me. I pray that you would teach through me and your word is living and active. And I pray that, um, 
it would it would really touch and speak clearly to the woman who is listening to it. And I pray that this message would make sense and absolutely change her life and benefit her benefit her hormones and her endocrine system, her cycles, and the quality of life with her, the relationships that she has. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. So I know that you are either trying to get pregnant and you do not have any kids and like, this is a huge desire in your life. Or I know that maybe you have one kid, maybe two, um, and maybe you've had a miscarriage or two and you're struggling with getting pregnant now and you're confused. You don't know why. So whether you're in the boat of you haven't had kids or you have had kids and you still have this desire to have and carry a healthy pregnancy, this is really, really important when it comes to your stress levels. Okay. So the passage that I'm reading from today is James 1, 13 to 15. And I am going to unpack it. Actually, we're going to read through 18. When tempted on my land, this is going to be so interesting. I'm going to read the passage and then I'll break it down. Okay. So when tempted, no one should say God is tempting me for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all that he created. Okay, so here's what we're talking about. You're like, Becca, how does that have anything to do with the struggle that I'm having? So, um... I want you to think about what, what was the, I have five teaching points here. Number one, what is the thing that you talk about during prayer request time? Like when you're at your Bible study, I want you to identify that. And have you said, I'm struggling with X. Okay. So that X, whatever you're dealing with, whether I'm struggling with just giving this to God, or I'm struggling with being anxious, I'm struggling with being irritable. I'm struggling with being exhausted and like lazy. And I just feel like I have no motivation. I'm struggling with these things. So depending on what it is, I'm not saying that the thing that you're doing is, but there is a temptation when we are presented into a situation. There's a temptation is a solicitation to sin and it's a solicitation to evil. But God does not tempt us. It is Satan laying out the bait for us to be trapped. And that is from, that is from the word. So when we're saying I'm struggling with being anxious, we're actually being tempted to be anxious. God doesn't tempt us. The devil is tempting us to be anxious and we get the choice for what we do with that. Being tempted is not a sin. So when the temptation comes, we can either um, begin to play with it and think about it. And then we can cons like have conception to sin. All right. So when we start to think about, oh my gosh, I am so anxious about this. I cannot stop thinking about it. And we're starting to like allow ourselves to ruminate on those thoughts. Then we give birth we conceive sin because then we're not trusting God with that thing. 
And then that gives birth um, to sin and leads to death. Okay. And so then we um, forsake what, or I'm sorry, we don't forsake. Um, we sin and we, we don't trust God in that moment to allow us to live the peaceful and the confident life that he wants us to live. Hey sister, do you want to come hang out with a group of women seeking to get pregnant just like you? Inside my free period cycle and ovulation group, you will find a safe space to finally talk about your fertility journey and not feel alone. All while being pointed back to God on this journey. Join us now on Facebook by clicking the link below in the show notes. I would love to approve your membership into the sisterhood. Also, if you haven't taken the hormone imbalance quiz yet, check it out to see what your hormones are trying to tell you based off some questions about your period. And yes, those questions are really funny and should make you laugh. The link for the quiz is also in the show notes. So just scroll on down. So, oh my goodness, isn't that a thing? But if we, when that temptation comes to be anxious, we're in a situation where maybe, so let's say you're dealing with a situation with a doctor and you're really wanting to find support for your cycle issues, for getting pregnant and all of that. And you're starting to feel a little bit nervous about the situation and not trusting like the doctor that you have and if they have all the right answers. So before you even like get to that point, like that temptation to be anxious comes and you can reject it and you can embrace God's path and plan and receive the life that he's giving us. Okay. So my first point is what is the thing that you are asking for help within your prayer request time at Bible study, or you're praying for help to God in your journal. And the second teaching point I'm giving you is to stop saying, I'm trying to get better at this, or I'm trying, or I'm struggling with this, or I'm going to work harder to not do this. You're going to stop saying that because that means that you are trying to um, heal yourself. That means you're trying to do the thing on your own and you cannot do the thing on your own. So what God commands us to do, this is my third teaching point, is to start confessing the thing out loud. So what is it that you are dealing with? So if you realize like, oh my goodness, I am in a situation where I am tempted to be anxious or I am tempted to be angry. I am tempted to be totally overwhelmed right now. So when you're at that situation, you're not going to say, I'm going to try to get better at that. You're going to confess it. You're going to call it what it is. You're going to stop and say out loud to someone, or if you're by yourself, to no one, it's likely you're with someone because that might be part of the situation that typically causes you to stumble. And so you're going to confess and say, God, I am feeling anxious right now. God, I am feeling overwhelmed right now. God, I feel like I'm about to say some words I shouldn't be saying. God, I feel like I'm about to lose it. Okay, so you start confessing what that sin is. And you do that instead of saying that you struggle with it. So that's the third point. Start confessing the thing. Confess it out loud. Confess it internally. Confess it to someone else. Say it out loud. Call it what it is. Call call Satan out, right? He is tempting you to succumb to this. The fourth thing that I want you to do, 
I want you to do. The Bible says to do is to forsake it, confess your sin and forsake it. And I was like, what does forsake mean? And basically, God does not want you to um, blame others for what you're doing. He doesn't want you to keep working on it. Um, but if you're refusing to confess your sin and you're just going to work on it, you're going to be stuck in this cycle where you continue to do this thing. And I personally experienced this. I mean, I, my big things, I mean, I wouldn't say that the cussing was a big thing. It was definitely a thing where I was like, man, why can I not get out of this cycle? Like I, this is so not a part of who I am. This is so not, um, what is within me and you know, what I try to live for as a Christian mother and a Christian wife, like, why can I not get out of this? And it's just because I, I just kept trying to work on it. And that is not what God called me to do. He called me to confess it, name it what it was. God, I, I am, I am cussing right now. And I, I am sorry. I confess this and God, I forsake it. I turn away from it in the name of Jesus. I am not going back to that. Okay. So you, when you forsake something, it means you're turning away from it and you are enabling God to give you victory in this because you're giving it to him. Okay. So, um, so forsake the thing. That's my fourth teaching point. Turn away from it. And you literally say that when you start your confession and say, God, I confess that I am anxious. I am sorry, Lord, please forgive me. I forsake this anxiety. I turn away from it in the name of Jesus Christ. And then your fifth point here is to ask for a filling of the Holy Spirit for the opposite of what that thing is that you're dealing with. So what is the opposite thing of anxiety? Okay, God, I confess that I'm anxious. I forsake it, Lord. I am turning away from it in the name of Jesus. And I ask for a fresh filling of your Holy Spirit to let me be filled with your peace. And let me be filled with your calm, Lord. Let me be filled with your clarity and your vision and your discernment. That's a lot of words. So even if you just say, I confess I'm anxious, I forsake it, I turn away from it. Father God, please fill me up with your peace. Okay. So you can just think of one of those things. And if you want to add on to it, you can with um, the cussing, for example, <laughs> I hate this example, but like, I'm just being super duper real with you. Okay. So you confess the sin. God, I confess that I have, I have cussed Lord. I have said words that do not honor you, do not please you and do not represent you. I forsake that. In the name of Jesus, God, I turn away from it. And Lord, I just pray that you would fill me with your spirit to speak about whatever is good and whatever is lovely and whatever is righteous. I pray that I would speak on only these things through the power of your Holy Spirit. Okay. So um, I hope that this helps you so much. Okay. And I want to do one more example with you because I know that um, I know that what you're dealing with what you're dealing with can be so overwhelming. So irritability, I know is like another big thing that you might be experiencing if you are struggling with hormone imbalance. If for some reason you're not able to get pregnant, that irritability and just the tendency to snap, especially at certain times in your cycle can be so high. And you're just like, I know that this is not who I am in Christ, but I'm dealing with this and this stinks. And so you're going to stop saying that you're struggling with mood swings or you're struggling with being angry and you're trying to get better at it. You're not going to say that anymore. You're going to confess that sin. You're going to confess 
confess it for what it is, call it what it is. You're going to say, God, I am angry and it is not righteous anger. And I am sorry, Lord. And I forsake this anger. I turn away from it in the name of Jesus. And I ask for a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit to be peaceful and to be calm and to be gentle in my interactions with whoever it is that you're losing it on, um, whether it's your husband or your kids or your coworkers or a family member or the person who just got pregnant and you're like, why, why, why them and not me? So, um, okay. Confess, forsake, ask for a filling. And I hope that this totally blesses you. I encourage you to just pause right now and write, write those three things down in your phone and, and start practicing it. I encourage you to share this with your spouse and ask them what they think about it. I am not a biblical teacher. I am just sharing what I have found to be really, really helpful in my personal walk with the Lord as a hormone coach and understanding how biblical truths impact our hormones and impact how we live as a Christian woman. So so talk about it with your spouse, write it down and really try to practice it and ask ask the Lord to give you discernment for when that scenario is happening, when you're presented with that situation where typically you would be tempted to fall into that sin. I pray you would ask God to like put on heightened red flags for you so that you can recognize when it is. And immediately, instead of falling into that sin, you stop and you confess it for what it is. You forsake it in the name of Jesus and you ask the Holy Spirit for a fresh filling. And I am saying this to you guys as I am saying it to myself because this is a daily, several times a day discipline to do. And I am right there with you guys. I am not perfect. I do not do this every time. And I need to listen to this episode every now and then um, to be reminded of like, hey, this is what you need to do when you find yourself in this pattern, especially of this sin struggle, quote unquote. It's not a sin struggle. It's just sinning. And we need to stop it. And we need to stop um, getting stuck into a cycle of repeating these patterns because that's not biblical. It's not the life that God wants us to live. Okay. All right. So I hope that helped you. Good gravy. I hope that helped you. So I'm just going to remind you guys to um, scroll down in the show notes and write me a review. If you have not yet, let me know what you thought of this episode. You can click write a review. Um, If you didn't like it, like don't do that. (laughs) I know sometimes I say things that people don't like, so, but it's truth, right? So um, let me know what you thought um, in your review. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're challenged in it to become the more godly woman that Christ is calling us to be. And uh, join that Facebook group. I want to see you. I cannot wait to meet you and interact with you and engage with you and serve you. And let me pray over you guys. Lord Jesus, I just come before you and I thank you so much for allowing me to talk on this today, how fun it was to talk about biblical truths with hormones and how it all how it all works together. And God, you are the designer of our hormones, you are the designer of our bodies, and we live in this fallen world where we are uh, succumbing to, we're just in temptation all the time. And so I pray that you would help myself. I pray that you would help the woman listening to this to recognize what is the situation where she is typically tempted and she typically falls into that sin. And I pray that you would help her to um, just get out of that cycle and to be able to stop, confess what's going on, 
forsake it in the name of Jesus and ask for a fresh filling of your spirit and that you, our good father, would answer her and and me and give us freedom and being able to live as daughters of the King who glorify you and represent you and shine like brilliant lights for you in this dark world. And so I pray this. Um, Man, Lord, thank you so much for allowing us to to pray about this in this way. Pray this would be a blessing to her. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Literally just pause this, scroll on down, click write a review, and I promise it'll take two seconds, well, maybe like 25 seconds, and it would bless me so much to see what you thought about this episode and to hear your feedback. And also, if you could share this in a quick text message to the friend or family member that you were thinking of while listening to this episode, that would be awesome. It just lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you and other people. And girl, I pray that your progesterone is awesome. I'll meet you back next Thursday for another episode. Have a blessed day.